What do you call an underground group of solar professionals on a mission to create a more sustainable world? We call ourselves solarpreneurs, and while some might call us crazy, foolish, and dissatisfied with the status quo, we're the ones taking action to create a better future for ourselves and the world. Solarpreneur is dedicated to give you, the solar professional, the tools, skills, technology, and mentorship to take the industry by storm and sell more solar with less effort. We are solarpreneurs, and this is our story. Hey, what's up, solarpreneurs? How are you? Taylor Armstrong here, back with another episode. And in case you're new, the goal of this podcast is to take your solar sales skills to another level, be the greatest sales rep in the solar industry. That's who you are. That's the goal of this podcast. So welcome to the show. This episode, I want to do something again, a little bit unique that we haven't done too much of, and that is give a little review of door-to-door con so if you listen to last week's episode i actually gave a little preview for door-to-door con told some things i was looking forward to um hopefully convinced everyone to come so thank you to the people who came and said what's up it's you guys that really inspire this podcast to keep it going because it's not easy to keep it going i'm here to hopefully add value and increase the effectiveness of everyone that's listening to this so thanks for giving me a shout out if you're at door-to-door con so door-to-door con was a success it was awesome if you weren't there you missed out and i think going to these events are great um, if you heard last week's podcast you know why i think events are so awesome but we did some great networking there made some awesome connections and it was just a jolly old time so make sure to come next year and let me know if you have any questions for next year So what I want to do is give some highlights. Um, I want to, obviously, I don't want to be super long-winded about it because I could probably do a 10-hour episode of just takeaways from door-to-door con. A ton of different speakers, but I want to give just a little taste of the greatness that we experienced and some of the awesome speakers that were there. So I'm going to break it down day by day and tell what, how the trip went, who we listened to, some key takeaways from the speakers, and just get you pumped to come for next year. So here it goes. We flew in Thursday, and it was a little bit interesting. We were supposed to get there, I think it was 3 o'clock, and turns out we missed the flight. <laughs> so went to the airport, and the kid I was with, Dallin Pencarry, he's been on the show another great solar pro he confused the time he thought the flight left at 6 30 but really it left at six we showed up around six and missed the flight so i owe him a knuckle sandwich next time and not gonna let him book the flights just kidding hopefully he won't make he won't make the same mistake for next time but if you are traveling like that note to self Definitely have two sets of eyes, figure out what time the plane is leaving because I left it all to my boy Dallin and I should have looked too because we got the time wrong. We show up, we got there just as the plane was leaving. The plane was still parked and everything. So I'm like, come on, at least let us on the plane. It's still here. And I wasn't even rushed. I thought we had plenty of time, but I was mistaken. We missed our flight. Long story short, we went to the 
front desk it was a delta flight and we actually were able to get on the next one which is at three o'clock we did have to pay 75 bucks but not bad considering the circumstances could have been much worse we get on the three o'clock flight and obviously that resulted in us missing the majority of the mastermind day which is which was thursday but we do get there a couple hours late um, actually started at three o'clock so i think we get there around five or so and we get there in time for the most important part which was for the dinner i'm all about getting that free food so i had some good food there quality steak but the highlight was we got to hear from tim grover well, the main we got to hear from basically the main speakers of the event, or some of the main speakers. So Tim Grover, Mark Eaton, they gave us kind of a personal Q&A with them. So we mainly heard from Tim Grover. That was the speaker we were able to hear, which was awesome. We got to hear some questions and answers from him. And he's a really motivational guy. If you haven't heard of Tim Grover, go look him up. He is a little bit intense. If you, if you got kids, he does drop a lot of F-bombs and everything, so... Um, keep an eye out for that but actually in Utah I guess because of all the the churchy people there he actually toned it down quite a bit which is nice because when I've heard him in the past he has dropped a lot of a lot of f-bombs so I thought wow this is gonna be a it's gonna it's gonna be a bloodbath with the f-bombs but he toned it down quite a bit which was cool because you know f-bomb here and there it's okay but when it says it every other word I start to get a little a little burned out with that, so I thought it was cool that he turned it, toned it down a little bit. We heard from Tim Grover. He answered a lot of questions. He gave us some motivation. He talked about his days training Michael Jordan. Gave us some cool stories with that. That was the highlight of the mastermind session, and then we got to do a casino night, and I was an animal on the roulette table. I was able to double my money. We got some tickets, and they were raffling off a uh, trip to Cancun I think it was for um, depending on how many chips you won through the night I won quite a few but yeah I'm definitely not didn't have a lot on some of the guys there so had some guys that that definitely had lady luck with them that night but that was a good time networking with people got to make some connections talk with other guys in solar and most importantly got some people booked for the podcast you're going to be stoked about the guests we have coming up, and a lot of them were from DoorToDoorCon, people there. So definitely tune into the future episodes because we have some quality guests coming up, let me tell you. That was day one. That was the mastermind. Day two, we woke up. Um, we went to Mark Eaton in the morning, and it's at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City. It's, if, you haven't, if you weren't at DoorToDoorCon, basically they had... A whole room of exhibits different people that were selling all sorts of software and products and cool stuff marketed to the door-to-door crowd obviously so that was cool just checking out the booths talking with people there but that morning we were able to see mark eaton and if you don't know who mark eaton is he is was uh nba a center he played for the utah jazz the dude's seven foot four, so he's a giant guy. He um, played for, I think it was 10 seasons with the Jazz, was an all-star. So pretty cool. I'm a huge basketball fanatic, so it's cool hearing from him. He talked about basically the concepts from his book, 
which is called Four Commitments of a Winning Team. And so had some good points with it. He is, you know, he's from the basketball world. He's kind of put himself in the business world. So some of it maybe didn't apply 100% to the door-to-door community, but I thought he did have some good points with it. Um, some of my favorite stories, just to name a couple, is to know your job. That was his first commitment, is that all of us, we need to know our job. So he's talking about how you can basically be a better leader, how you can lead a team, the commitments you need to live up to and the commitments you need to get your team to live up to. So he talked about how Wilt Chamberlain actually gave him some tips when he was playing for UCLA. He was trying to chase down like smaller guards and be all over the court and he was not necessarily doing his job. And so Wilt Chamberlain came up to him one day after practice and says, dude, why are you chasing around all these little guards? You're seven foot four, you should not be chasing around little guys. You need to post yourself by the basket and block shots at the basket. So that was his uh, first point is that we all need to know our job. So applied to solar, some of us, we focus on a lot of things that maybe aren't necessarily our strengths. And that's what you should hire out other people to do. So what are your strengths? Is it closing? Is it booking appointments? Is it lead generation? So focus on your strengths and then things that you're not as good at. You hire a coach or you outsource it. Okay, obviously you're not going to do that with everything. Every solar seller up should be good at closing, should be good at knocking doors, should be good at getting appointments. But other things like filling out paperwork, things that are tedious, help with uh, doing stuff like follow-up, those are things that you can get help with talked about it before but I got someone from the Philippines she helps me do the tedious tasks like follow-up organizing CRMs stuff like that so that's the first point know your job and then the second point Mark had is do what's asked of you and he obviously was coached by a lot of great coaches so he said to check with your coaches and teams make sure you know what's asked of you if it's not being communicated clearly figure out what's asked of you and do what the coaches say and then figure out exactly what they want you to do so that was the second point and then his third point was make people look good which sounds interesting but he gave a good example when he was playing in the NBA he had one game he played with Carl Malone which is a Hall of Famer Carl um, Malone was probably the best power forward played for the Jazz as well and Carl Malone, he tended to get all the glory because he would score the points. He was a beast. He would get the monster dunks and all that. But Mark Eaton, he was a little bit under the radar because he would block shots. He would do the stuff that wasn't re- necessarily recognized by the stats. He's playing the defense, stuff like that. So one time in the playoffs, he talked about how Carl Malone scored 39 points that night, had a huge game, um, just was a beast out there. And then he got all the glory. They went and interviewed him. They went and said, Carl, you're awesome. How'd you do that? So he was getting all the talk of the night. And then the next day he wakes up and he's reading the morning paper and he sees his name in the paper. In that game, he got 14 blocks, something insane. Mark Eaton got just a boatload of blocks. And he actually was recognized for it. So even though he wasn't getting all the interviews and stuff like that after the game, because his defense was so good, I think the title of the article was like, the Portland Trail Blazers got eaten up by the Jazz. 
Um, obviously his last name, well pun in there. But they recognize him. He got all the blocks, so he essentially made Carl Malone look good because he was playing all the defense. He was doing the dirty work. And then because of that, Carl Malone looked good. So in turn, it made both of them look good. But that was his point. It's to help your team out. Don't focus so much on the recognition you get. Focus on helping your team. And then your recognition is going to come as well. So that was a good point. And then his fourth point was that we need to protect others on our team. Be the be the person that people can count on. So he had us all write down three different people that we can that we're for sure going to protect, which is kind of a cool exercise. So good stuff. And I'll try not to ramble on. Want to make sure I can get to all the highlights here. So that was the morning, afternoon we saw Bill Murphy and I talked about him in the pre DDDCon podcast. He was one of the highlights I definitely want to check out. We've had Bill on the podcast. And I went to him, he he did have some good material, but I'll be honest, he did get a little bit techy. So Bill, if you're listening to this podcast, don't be offended, but did get a little bit geeky for me. I was hoping for maybe some more stories, stuff like that. But also it was the afternoon, could have just been because I was, had eaten lunch and all that. Maybe we was getting a little, little drowsy. But the points he had, he said, if you're running ads, Think of what homeowners in your area would respond to. So when he's running ads, he looks at specific things in the area and includes that in his ads. So for example, in San Diego, there's a power plant called San Onofre that's getting decommissioned right now. All the homeowners have to pay a piece of that. So he would use specific things in the area where he's running ads and that's gonna help him attract the leads, the customers. And then he talked a little bit about organic online lead generation. That for that, we should be considering things like Facebook Lives. When we get solar installs, we should be going there and taking videos of customers with the solar. We should be having the customers post about it. So there's all these little things we can be doing to have leads generated organically that I don't think a lot of us do. So those were his points. Again, a little bit techy, and I think with the door-to-door crowd, a lot of those guys, well, haven't necessarily run ads, campaigns, so got a little bit, maybe a little bit advanced, but he did have some good points, so I love you, Bill, but next time, next time, dumb it down a little bit. <laughs> that was Bill Murphy. Tim Grover, he was after that, 5 o'clock on Friday, and he, again, just kind of did some motivational stuff, talked about Um, A little bit of social media, talked about how if you live your life fake on social media, that's going to become who you are. So he had some good points, again, told about stories, um, things that happened when he was coaching Michael Jordan, Uh, just more of a motivational thing, which is always awesome. Um, Obviously, he hasn't been knocking on doors, but the motivational aspects, I think, are awesome to hear from that. So that was Friday. That was the first official day. So good time, and then after that, they had a a door-to-door party, and that was pretty awesome, actually. They went, and my favorite part is they had all the meats there. They had unlimited meats. It was like a barbecue thing. They had all this, uh, they had, like, smoked turkey. They had pulled pork. They had a brisket, and uh, I'll tell you, I piled my plate practically to the ceiling getting that meat, so... 
if you come next year definitely go check out that party if anything you can get all the free meat you want uh, it was cool there's some dancing my only complaint with it is the music they did start blasting that music loud and so talking to the other solar guys there did get uh, super loud it's the point where we couldn't hear anymore um, so it was a good time if you're into dancing that was awesome but if you were there for the networking it did get quite loud so that was the after party and then we went to a couple other after party type things so it's always good you got to enjoy the networking and I am an introverted person so it does suck energy out of me I try to be the guy that goes out and networks but I'll be honest it does suck the energy out of me it's not that I don't want to talk to people but it does take effort on my part to go out and talk to people on network so I really try to do that but then I'm the guy that goes back to the whole room hotel room after and just crashes because um, does take that energy suck from me going out and networking made some good connections though so that was Friday and then Saturday also Friday we actually recorded a live podcast on set with Michael O'Donnell he was a Golden Door Award winner he closed I think 2.5 megawatts last year and this was pure residential that's going to be a podcast and if you're on the live stream of it thanks for getting on we did have some technical issues so i think it only live stream maybe half of it wi-fi there was cutting out i was hoping we get a full live stream and everything would go well but didn't quite figure that out how it was supposed to be but we are going to be releasing that as a podcast episode mike's he's been on the show before and the guy is insane i honestly don't know how he does it he closes <laughs> so many deals but he talked about how he was working christmas eve he was working new year's eve so this guy's a madman he goes non-stop and he does whatever it takes to hit his goals so he had some good info there and it was nice we had a little meetup some some fans of the podcast we had a little gathering around it and it was actually my first time doing a live podcast so i was probably a little nervous doing it we did a live interview but i think it turned out well so that was fun so that was on friday as well a saturday Saturday we did have an early start and this was probably the day for solar we had some of the top dudes I think in solar go out and give the workshops the way door-to-door con works they have some workshop hours and then they have some main stage hours where it's the main speakers like Tim Grover Mark Eaton so Saturday morning they started with the workshop workshop hours and the way they did it it was kind of kind of split up as lead gen closing and then focusing on better appointments they kind of split up the speakers like that so the first person we heard from was ashton buswell and ashton he's another dude that's been on the show i talked about him in the pre-door-to-door door-to-door con episode as well and he gave some money tips actually some things that i'm going to start applying right away Ashton, he's a cool dude. He's, I mean, he's smaller guy, probably like five eight something. So he's not a big dude. He just looks like a chill guy. And that was his first point: is that when we're in neighborhoods, when we're knocking on doors, is that our mindset should be we're just another guy in the neighborhood. We're chill dudes. We're just another guy. We're just out there. But deep down you should be thinking you're a lion you're going to rip those homeowners apart you're going to book every appointment but you're going to come across as a chill guy so that was his first point 
is that's his whole demeanor when he's out on the door. And then he talked about a couple points and some most people probably know, but there was some key things I thought that I hadn't really thought about. I'm definitely gonna start applying. The first one was know your area. So as, as Bill Murphy kind of mentioned too, whether you're knocking, whether you're doing online lead gen, you need to know your area. So if you're in San Diego, if you're in Texas, wherever you are, know the schools around there, know the landmarks, not only so you can talk about those things, but so you can apply them to your pitch. So if you know the area, you can talk about, hey, do you know, uh, do you know Kanab Elementary, the school right there? Have you seen how they put the covered solar on there? Stuff like that. You can bring up the local schools. You can bring up the uh, city offices, just things that people are going to recognize. And then that's going to bring you more credibility because they're like, okay, this guy knows my area. This guy knows what's going on. So that was his first point. And then my key takeaway, one of the top things he talked about was the duh face. So what's the duh face? What he does is as he's explaining it, he's making his pitch such a no-brainer thing. It's, hey, we're putting up we're putting up the solar at no cost. It's going to count towards the state mandates. And then everyone has their different pitch, but it should be a no-brainer thing. Whatever your pitch is, you need to make it sound like a no-brainer for the homeowner. And then after he's pitched them, he gives his duh face. And if we were on video, I'd show you. Maybe I'll we'll have to do a Facebook Live of this. And Ashton's the master, but it's just that little smirk. You know when you're in an argument with your sister or, I don't know, spouse, whatever, and it's something about so dumb, something so obvious, and then you have that little smirk like the duh. So that's his face when he's explaining solar. After he gets through his pitch, he asks a question like, can you see any reason not to do this? That could be his question. Or um, he also phrased it like, yeah, so we're not able to do this for everyone, but if you guys are, if you guys are selected and if you guys are approved, it makes sense, right? And then give him the duh face right in that right after that question. That was one of his key things in your pitch, figure out a way to use that duh face. And he says that's his game changer, that's changed his ratio of appointments, that's made him hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I thought that was interesting. So use the duh face. Then another key takeaway he used is don't use the word proposal. This was another mistake I was making, is when I'm out on the doors, I was saying, hey, we're just gonna get you a proposal and then you can decide based off our proposal if you want to opt into the program or not. And I didn't even think of this, but he says instead of using the word proposal, use the word option. Because what would happen with him, he would say proposal and in the homeowner's head they would think, okay, so it's just a quote. But yeah, I'll get, I'll get two other proposals, two other quotes, and then I'll call you back. Ashton mentioned once he changed that word to option, his closing ratio went through the roof. So that's another thing I'm gonna start applying right away. Use the word option and just pay attention to salesy words. I think most people have heard, try not to say the word contract, try not to say the word sign. I always use autograph, something I took from my pest control days. But just think of words that sound salesy and try and eliminate those words from your vocabulary.
So that was a couple key takeaways from Ashton. The next guy in the workshop, his name was Skip Kingry. I think it's Kingry. We're going to have him on the podcast soon. But he talked about what he does in his deals and how he, um, kind of how he structures his closes, structures his appointments. And he compared it to kind of like a series and a TV show. He's talking about Game of Thrones. Um, hopefully we've got some Game of Thrones listeners here. But he talked about like if you were to go watch a random episode of Game of Thrones, you never seen the show before, you'd be lost. Make no sense. So he compared that same thing. If you don't follow the same the certain steps in a close and an appointment, then the homeowner's gonna be lost too. It's gonna be like them going in mid season of Game of Thrones, mid season of at any TV show, they're gonna be lost. So you gotta follow the order and really you should follow that order every time. There's not too many situations where you would switch the order of your closing. So for him, what he does, he and he compared it to movies and stuff like that. But he talked about grabbing their attention, okay, and then loving the main character, which is kind of building rapport, compared that to movies. And then you're giving them the problem, and then the solution, and then from there, you're building the urgency, and then you're closing the cell. So that was kind of his school of thought on it. He gave some good analogies, and we'll have him on the show. A couple of things from him, and then after him, we had another solar master, Tyler McAllister. He went hand-in-hand with Skip, actually, and talked about he what he does in the appointments, and specifically the, clo- specifically the closing. Some key things I took from him, actually, maybe a little bit different than Skip. What he does is he builds urgency pretty much from the get-go of the cell, which I thought is smart because if you start, if you wait till the end of the cell, end of the close to start building urgency, the homeowner is going to sense that. They're going to say, okay, Taylor, we know you're just trying to get us a sign now. That's why you're building all this. That's why you're saying all these things, building the urgency. So when you get in the door, you should be almost starting your presentation with urgency, with why people need to go solar now. So he had us write a couple reasons why homeowners should go solar now versus waiting. I definitely suggest that in your area, think of minimum three things, three reasons why people should go solar now versus waiting. So for me, it was the tax credit is going down. Second, the net metering rates are going up in California. Out here, they pay San Diego Gas and Electric. They're paying about 10 bucks to be net metered with it. It's supposed to increase this year, so that's my, that's my increase. Then the third thing, is just some promotions we do for the homeowners. We do like a Nest thermostat. We do some LED light bulbs. So I use that as something that they're gonna get now versus waiting. For you, whatever market you're in, think of minimum three reasons and try to start bringing them up throughout the deal, not just at the end, but you wanna start introducing urgency, start building the urgency. A Couple key takeaways. Okay, and then another another thing I took from him is keep your laptop closed until you're ready to get into specific numbers, things like that. Tyler mentioned that if he opens his laptop from the beginning, then homeowners don't even think about what he's gonna say anymore. They're thinking about what's on that computer, what's on that screen, 
It's like a dog getting a ball thrown at him. That's something I'm going to play. When you're in a home, consider not opening the computer. Consider not pulling up your iPad. Get through what you want to get through and then bring, bring in the iPad, bring in the laptop all under your control. That was a couple key takeaways I got from Tyler. That was in the morning. That was the workshops. And then the afternoon. And again, I'm just giving highlights, trying not to get too rambly. But afternoon, that was really the key stuff we heard from Ed Milet. He was the keynote speaker there. And if any of you guys have heard Ed, you know he's a powerhouse. You know he's an awesome speaker. So that was one of the highlights definitely of door-to-door con ed milet he's yeah obviously making tons of money he's the head one of the top guys in a world financial group so check him out if you haven't heard of him but one of the key takeaways i got from ed is to be an evangelist in everything we do so he said an evangelist is a person who seeks to convert others especially by public preaching a zealous advocate of of a cause so be an evangelist in solar, be an evangelist on your teams. Talked a lot about that. Another key takeaway I got from Ed is to write handwritten notes to people. He mentioned that even people that don't buy from him, he'll write handwritten notes to, saying, hey, John, it was nice meeting with you. Thanks for spending the time with me, things like that. And people remember those things. People remember that you reached out, and then he's gotten a lot of customers just by handwriting, doing handwritten notes to people. Consider doing that in solar. I'm not doing that for sure with any deal I don't close because that would get exhausting for me. But at least for the sales, consider writing handwritten notes to people who bought solar from you. That's going to turn into referrals. If you have that extra care factor, write them thank you notes and then write thank you notes in general. So just a couple highlights from DoorToDoorCon. Definitely come next year. Let me know what you thought of this. Okay, it's kind of tough to compact all these people into one. So sorry if that got a little roundly, a little bit too much detail with a couple speakers. But if you're not, if you haven't been to Door to Door Con, definitely come next year. Let us know what you thought of this episode. If you like the highlights for stuff like that, we are going to be having some quality guests come on. And that was one of the coolest things about Door to Door Con. So I got to connect with other top guys in the industry and other guys that are crushing it, guys that are doing insane numbers that are closing unreal amounts of deals. So it's those guys you want to be getting tips from. Michael Donnell, the guy that closed the 2.5 megawatts, he was hounded the whole time. He, This guy had a posse around him because he's just closing insane amounts. So go to events like that, connect with the top guys, and that's how you're going to take it to the next level. So let me know what you thought, thought of this episode. We'll be back soon with some quality guests. And for right now, keep closing those deals and crush your goals for the first quarter. Peace. Wow, what another value-packed episode of The Solarpreneur. 
Guys, if you couldn't tell, we spend a lot of time and energy to put these episodes out to hopefully give you just one strategy, one golden nugget that's going to launch your solar career to the next level. And we do it all for free. And if you found any value in this episode or it's helped you in any way, all I ask in return is that you just take 30 seconds of your time and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can help more solarpreneurs like you to change the world. And as a gift for leaving us a review, we have a special training package exclusive for solarpreneur listeners over at solarpreneurs.com. Remember, you need to leave us a review on iTunes to qualify for the training package, so take care of that now, and we'll see you on the next episode.